Welcome to the Get Sacred Podcast. I'm your host, life coach, Melissa Elysian, and I'm here to teach you how to create more money, more love, and more sacred success. If you're ready to create a lusciously abundant and pleasure-filled life, you're in the right place. Hello there. On today's episode, I want to give you my like three essentials for creating success. I'm calling it my sacred success formula. These are the three principles, ideas, things that you can implement to create success in your life that I think are the most valuable, that I use to help my clients, that I've seen my clients use successfully. And so I want to share them with you and give you the opportunity to start applying them into your life. All right, so number one, you have to learn how to use your thoughts, your mind, and your feelings, your emotions to your advantage. I want you to start challenging your beliefs You know, start challenging the way that you've seen things before. (laughs) Start challenging limiting beliefs. Start challenging patterns and habits that you know no longer serve you. I want you to challenge them, but not necessarily just questioning them and going against them. But first, I want you to actually just become very intimate and curious about them. So when I say challenge, it's not just that you're going to disrupt them. I really want you to know them well. I want you to know your own mind well. I want you to know your own feelings well. I want you to become really intimately um, knowledgeable about the way that you think and the way that you feel so that you can challenge it. The idea is to examine it, to see like, oh, this is what I'm thinking. Is that true? Like, <laughs> is that true? Is that, is that real? Sometimes we don't even realize the thought patterns we have. We don't realize the limiting beliefs that we have. And so becoming intimate with it, becoming willing to learn your own mind, to really see what you're thinking without having a judgment of it, but just actually being with it and noticing, oh, I noticed that I don't actually think this is possible. Oh, I also noticed I don't believe that um, I am this kind of a person. I don't think that I'm worthy of this, that, and the other. I want you to know these things. I want you to know those thoughts. I want you to know the feelings associated with them. I want you to become intimate with them. I want you to explore them so that they can be challenged and not in this like uh, disruptive, forceful, you know, knock you to the ground way, but in a um, more curious way, in a questioning way, in a way that like lets you in enough that you can actually create change, right? We know that from our relationships. How do you have an impact on somebody else? How do you change somebody's mind? It's not by like shouting at them, that's not really the best way. A more efficient way 
would be to build relationship with them, to build rapport with them, to build understanding with them, and then see if you can facilitate change, if you can um, facilitate understanding, if you can facilitate mm, uh, just like the kind of relationship that makes it safe for you to meet in the middle. So that's what I want you to do with your feelings and your emotions. I want you to get intimate. I want you to get curious. I want you to befriend them. I want you to understand them. And from that place, be able to question, be able to chip away, be able to offer different perspectives to yourself. So that's step one. Actually, there's a little bit more I want to give with that step one, just in case it's not clear. That intimacy, that relationship I want you to build inside yourself with your thoughts and your emotions so that you can create change. What I think it's vital to understand about that is you get to change your own mind. You get to use your thoughts to your advantage from the place of having gotten intimate with them, having gotten the understanding, and then challenge them and and change them to thoughts and feelings that actually move you in the direction of what you want to create. So like in the examples that I gave earlier, if you have the thought, you know, I realize in examining my own thoughts, becoming intimate with what thoughts happen for me when a certain situation happens, and then I have the thought, oh, I don't think this is possible. When you learn that, when you learn that that's how you actually feel and that's how you actually think and you begin to challenge it, you can direct your thoughts to things that actually create what you want. When you challenge the thought, I don't think it's possible and you challenge it by inviting ways that it's possible ideas about how to make it possible, um, evidence for how it's possible. All of a sudden, you start thinking these things. You start thinking, well, it can happen this way. And that thought will help you create what you want. And when you challenge a feeling, for example, let's say you have a feeling of failure, a feeling of um, you know, sadness around a failure, and you examine, hey, when I try to, I notice whenever I try to do this, I can't move, I'm not moving forward because this feeling comes up, this fear comes up, this sadness comes up around the idea that I might not make it work, like it might not come out the way that I planned. Your willingness to become intimate with that feeling, to not shy away from it, to not hide from it, will teach you things. And it will also offer you the capacity to be with that feeling. So that the next time around, when something like that happens and that feeling comes up, it doesn't have to stop you. Because you've decided to become intimate with it, because you're familiar with it, because you're not afraid to feel it, and you're willing to, when it comes up right before you try to accomplish something, you can be with it. And then you can decide to continue because you know that you can handle that feeling. You can handle that bit of sadness that it brings up. You can handle that bit of fear that comes up around it. 
you know how to be with yourself in those moments. You know how to take care of yourself. You know how to be kind to yourself. You know how to be loving towards those emotions inside of you. And that ability allows you to move past them, to move through them, to use them, to change them into more positive emotions. Well, I don't like to say positive emotions, more useful emotions for what you're trying to accomplish. All right, now we can go to number two. All right, the second thing that I put in this formula is that you have to, you must, you have to define success for yourself. Society's definition of success will not do. It just won't. This is not like a one-size-fit-all situation we're in. (laughs) It's your life. It's your lifetime. You are one in about 8 billion people on the planet, but one in 8 billion people in this moment of time. You're very special. You're very unique. The idea that a broad, (laughs) general um, goal based on, I don't know, like culture is going to decide for you what a successful life looks like, to me, is ridiculous. It's why so many people end up unhappy, chasing after things they were su- that were supposed to make them feel good, that was supposed to make them feel happy, that was supposed to make them feel successful. Society's definition of success will not do for you. It is not enough. Your parents' expectations for you, I know, you're a grown-ass person, right? <laughs> but they were, they were there in your formative years shaping your values. And I just want to challenge that even their versions of success, if you haven't already bumped into this, will not do. Nor will your bosses. It won't work. It is really important that you choose it yourself. Even if what you choose for yourself has a little bit of what your parents wanted and a little bit of what your boss wants and what society wants. Even if it matches, you need to decide and choose. You need to say, yes, that's what success is for me. That's what I want for myself because that's what I want. Not this is what I want for myself because this is what I've been told to want or have. There is a difference there. I remember early in my 20s, getting the job that had the prestige, that had the money, that had the influence that I wanted for myself because I thought and I was told (laughs) that that's exactly what would make me happy and that's what would make me successful. And I remember feeling starkly that I was not living a life that was for me that didn't really embody who I was and what my values were. And from that place, it was my good fortune that I got to decide, that I realized and I learned that I got to decide. And so if you haven't decided for yourself, I want you to do an examination of what you really want and where you learned that and where it came from and if it really represents who you are. I even want you to 
examine the lines between what you used to want and what you want now. Like what success used to look like for you, what it meant in the past that you might still be holding on to, but doesn't represent who you are anymore. Right? I want you to take the time to explore your desires. What do you really want for yourself? What is a successful life for you? You, uniquely you, you special you with your talents, with your abilities, with your mind, with your sense of humor, you, with your heart, with your passions, with your laugh, with your joys, with your hardships, with your tenderness, what does success look like for you? Define it for yourself. Get off of auto autopilot cruise control version of success, which is in our society mostly money, fame, prestige, etc. And I'm not knocking any of those things. Like if it makes your list cool, but if you haven't actually taken the time to decide whether it actually is in line with who you are and what your values are and what the actual, you know, definitions in detail look like, what does it feel like? What does a successful look life feel like for you? What does it look like for you? Not for other people, not for celebrities, not for even someone you look up to, for you. All of those people are different than you. All of them have different gifts than you. They have different personalities than you. They have different desires than you. I want you to check in and define success for yourself. That's number two. We're giving up other people's way of being and living and deciding for ourselves what a successful life looks like. All right, number three is moving from a place of having success be just a destination, just a place that you reach when you accomplish something. Move from that perspective of success to something that is more everyday. It's a state of being. It's a way you move. It's, it's how you are, it's who you be. So when you actually tap into that feeling, like what does a successful life really look and feel like for me? You have to take the time to actually embody that energy every day. So we're generally taught that success is something that happens after we accomplish something, after something works out, after we finish this, after we arrive at this thing, after we make this or the other thing happen. And when we do it that way, when we experience success in that way, it's always something that we're chasing after. It's always something that we're chasing after. And then it's also becomes something that's always moving this moving target, because as soon as you get to that success that you were fighting for, that you were working for, 
when success, success is a destination, as soon as you get there, you're going to notice that your sights have changed. On your way to where you were going, you found something else further ahead to look to. And I want to offer, there's nothing wrong with that, but if success is only in the moment when you get to this destination where you accomplish something, and by the time you get there, you're already looking elsewhere for something more, success is fleeting. Success is short-lived when we engage with success that way, when we make it this point, this destination. I want you to start experiencing success as a state of being, as a, almost a knowing that you have about yourself because of how you decided to define it and how that definition encompasses a feeling and a way of being that you get to have all the time, that you get to feel the success of your life every day as opposed to just when you arrive at something, when you finish something. How, you might be wondering? If I give you, let me give you the example of working on a particular goal. If you could make success when you accomplish the goal, you could also make success every part of the journey towards working towards that goal. You can decide from the very beginning the ways that you want to be successful by redefining that success. So you could just make it the outcome or you could make it this. For example, so I run a business. I could make my success just reaching a particular um, monetary amount at the end of the year that I've earned. Or I could decide for myself that being successful in my business is showing up authentically a certain number of times a week. I could do that. I could make being successful in my business, um, I can define it as the relationship that I have with my clients and not make it about the end goal at all. I can make it about these beautiful relationships that I have and how I'm always watering them. I get to live in my success every day when I decide that my success for me is defined by how I engage in these relationships. I get to decide that and then I get to enjoy that. And I, I'm, I'm saying it in a way that I hope you understand that I do. <laughs> that I do, that I'm not waiting for any particular outcome necessarily in my business even though I have lots of different strategic goals. I'm not waiting on any one of those goals to feel successful in my business. There is enough happening every day in my life and every day in my business for me to feel really good, accomplished, and successful and fulfilled, like in the heart spaces that matter to me, to feel successful in my business because I've changed the definition of what success is for myself and I get to feel it and live it every single day because I have. So that's number three, It's giving yourself permission 
and the definitions of success that allow you to have that experience along the way. Not just at these, you know, special moments when you accomplish something. Of course, of course we're gonna celebrate those things. I'm big on celebrating. Of course we're gonna count those successes. But every step of the journey gets to be a version of success. Every step gets to be a success. And I want to teach you how to move in that direction so that you're in this energy of success and it carries you and it pulls you forward. There are a lot of people who give up before they reach, excuse me, before they reach that destination, right? That end goal that they had in mind because of how they were feeling about themselves and the circumstance before they got there, because they were waiting till the very end to feel good about what they've done. And I wanna teach you that you can have success along the way and you can carry that energy, you can carry that feeling and you can use it as momentum to move you forward. I think it makes for a more successful life, obviously, because it's way more success. It's way more moments of success. It's a life of success, but also embracing those moments, allowing yourself to feel that, that momentum is going to create something really special for you. Something bigger than what would have happened if you just waited until you reached a particular goal to feel really good about what you were doing. I'm sure you can imagine the difference. All right, so those are my three like principles or steps. This is a little formula that I created. And I think they're essential to creating a really beautiful, successful life. And I call it sacred success because it's not, it's not what we are generally told. It's not the definition that everyone else has. I call it sacred because it's special to you. It's unique. It's individual. It's about what you want for your life. It's about what matches your spirit, your soul, your vibe. It's how you want to do things. Um, And I hope it's helpful to you. So let me just quick review. Number one is really learning how to get intimate and curious about your thoughts and feelings so that you can start to use them for your advantage. They're your thoughts and your feelings. (laughs) It's yours. They're yours. They're for you. That willingness to become intimate and curious will allow you to point them in the directions of what you want and use them to create the success that you want. Number two is defining success for yourself. Giving up on the idea that you can just coast on everybody else's definition and that you're going to get there and it's going to feel good. It might. Um, But I think we've all seen (laughs) evidence and proof that getting all the things that society says will make you happy does not equal a happy life. It doesn't equal a successful life. You defining success for yourself will get you in a place that allows you to live and feel the way that you want to in this very special moment in time where you're on the planet with with this amazing, incredible thing called life. 
you get to decide, and you should, for yourself, what success looks like. And number three is letting go of the idea that success is after. It's after you've accomplished. It's after you've reached the goal. No, success is every step of the way. It's you showing up for your life. It's you showing up for the things you want to create. It's you showing up for the things that you value. And you get to have that feeling every single day. You get to use that feeling as momentum. You don't have to wait. All right, I hope that's helpful. I love you very much. I want the best for you. (laughs) I really do. And um, I'm just really feeling blessed that I have this place and this time to talk to you and tell you this. Um, Yeah, I just feel good. This is what I mean. (laughs) This feels good. Like, this feels like success for me. Being able to share this with you, being able to be on my podcast, being able to be with my clients, being able to be with my family, being able to, like, watch something hysterically funny with my partner and just, like, laugh really hard. Like, simple things give me a lot of joy, but also a deep feeling of success in my life because of my alignment with what my values are. Because I know that sharing my gifts, um, because I know that being in relationship with people and connecting with them in deep, meaningful ways, and because I know that I really value my connection to my family and to my friends, I get to experience success because that's how I'm defining success in my life. I get to experience it every day because that's how I'm defining success in my life. And I get to feel really good about it. I get to feel really, really good about it. And I I want that for everybody. I really do, if they want it for themselves. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get Sacred Podcast. For more ways to connect, I want you to head to melissaalesian.com. To be coached by me, head to my website and schedule a time for us to chat all things sacred and sovereign about your life and your business. The link is in the show notes. I'll talk to you soon.